balloon, come back! Balloon, come back! 99 red balloons Floating in the summer sky Panic bears, it's red alert There's something here from somewhere red Welcome back to Alex Pearson Toronto's News, Today's Talk 640 Toronto Ultimately, we were able to collect intelligence from the balloon, we are recovering its contents, and we sent a clear message to the PRC that activity such as this is unacceptable. There you go. That is the Assistant Defense Secretary of uh, Homeland Defense confirming yet that the uh, U.S. House voted unanimously. So everyone agreed there to condemn China over that Chinese balloon that was not red and it was not for weather. I know, shocking. This is a, a balloon shot down over the Carolinas last weekend, and now it has been fished out of the ocean, and the U.S. State Department confirms that, yeah, it's for military, and it's got direct ties to the Chinese military with technology traced to Beijing's military university. And researchers, of course, are studying the use of the balloon, I guess, as a new form of modern warfare, but as my Next guest has been warning and warning and warning, despite all the obvious security issues China poses uh, in this country. The Trudeau government's still allowing and funding research that's going on right now that allows Chinese military scientists to do research projects that actually will help China's defense sector in the kind of stuff that will be used against us. It's, it's completely nonsensical. Michael Chong is an MP for Wellington Halton Hills, Shadow Minister for Foreign Affairs for the official opposition. Good to have you. Uh, thanks for having me. No one should be surprised that this was not a weather balloon. Having said that, apparently this is uh, something they've got. There's a fleet of 40 of these balloons, and we know that they've been uh, circulating around. When, when did you hear of, of this kind of surveillance program? I've heard about it for years that China has been using various technologies to surveil our citizens, uh, to gather information, uh, including the use of balloons. Uh, and so that's why we've been calling for the Trudeau government to halt research funding of projects that are in collaboration with Beijing's military. The problem with these balloons, I mean, is I mean, it's, it seems like such an odd way to do things, but I guess they thought that maybe they were kind of covert enough that they could just, uh, I don't know what they were thinking when they did this, but they, they, they've been around, they came over Canada, the one came over Canada, certainly. We didn't find out about it until like a week later when our U.S. counterparts told us, and then, of course, it flew around the United States with Americans getting really angry why it wasn't taken out. Um, you know, the fact is, were we too slow to act? I don't, I don't even know if, if we were in on it to begin with, but the fact is we found out after the fact, and what, what intelligence would these balloons have gotten, not just in the U.S., but here in Canada? Well, I'm, I'm assuming that the Canadian government found out at the same time as the U.S. government for the fact that we're part of NORAD, the North American Aerospace Defense uh, Command. And so uh, the problem here was that the Canadian government is never transparent, never open with information with its citizens. We found out about this balloon from the U.S. government that it had traversed Canadian airspace. So, you know, the problem here is that the government in Ottawa isn't transparent about the national security threats we're facing, about other threats we're facing. Um, and we had to find out from the about this first from the U.S. government rather than our own. 
Yeah, which uh, leads to more questions because, I mean, the obvious questions, uh, Mr. Chong, is, you know, how are – I mean, we aren't on top of this. We we know that China is a threat. We know that they've infiltrated our universities. We know that these – the Chinese government has infiltrated our governments, our politics, elections. I mean, they, they're playing for the long game. And so, I mean, it's obvious that we don't really see ourselves as getting a step ahead of this. And that's the concern is that we we aren't taking this seriously enough. That's That's exactly right. Like – Look, th- this balloon should drive home in very clear, stark terms why the Trudeau government should be funding any research that's associated with Beijing's military. Full stop. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it should be abundantly clear now to the government why this has to come to an immediate stop. And look, we have been calling on the government to do that for years. In fact, uh, for several years now, we have been calling on the government to halt research funding with with insensitive areas of research, uh, whether it's artificial intelligence, quantum computing, biopharma, clean tech, or telecommunications, and also to stop funding research collaboration with Beijing's military. Their response, their, their feeble response two years ago in 2021 was to issue voluntary guidelines that aren't binding on the government right. for granting councils. And we see the results that continue to fund this kind of research. And so we've, we've been saying to the government, issue a ministerial policy directive, an order to the granting councils banning research funding with Beijing's military. That should be a no-brainer. That should be done yesterday. Um, and yet we haven't heard anything. And it's been a week now since this balloon has drifted over um, our airspace. Um, it's clear that the National University of Defense Technology, which is Beijing's military university in China, uh, has been doing research on things like crypto, crypt, uh, quantum cryptography, space science, photonics, precisely the kind of technologies that a balloon like this might use, and precisely the kind of research that the Canadian government has been funding in partnership with researchers at this university. So it should be clear to everyone that Action needs to be taken. We need to protect ourselves and our allies and stop the funding of this kind of research with Beijing's military. Yeah, I mean, you'd think the Winnipeg lab itself would have been a wake-up call, but but it's not. And yet, you know, there have been these intelligence committee hearings all this week, in the last couple of weeks, um, you know, laying out the warnings of election interference, you know, that it's believed the Chinese government, you know, used disinformation campaigns that could have lost some seats. Kenny Chu is thought to have lost his seat in B.C., um, and yet he was even kept in the dark about it. And so, you know, if we don't start getting ahead of this, and the prime minister, you know, who says, look, there wasn't that much interference. Well, any interference is not acceptable, and I don't get the sense that it's being taken that seriously, or what happens in the next election. I mean, how are we to trust the process of democracy if we know that the Chinese government is interfering with our elections and doing so quite successfully? Yeah, and and the Trudeau government isn't even following the advice of its own experts. You know, they love to say that they follow uh, this the science, that they follow expert advice. Well, they're not doing that. For years, CSIS has said that one of the tools that the government can use to counter this kind of interference in our elections, um, the targeting of candidates and political parties, the attacks on our the disinformation about democratic institutions, our parliament. One of the key tools is to use sunshine and transparency to, to, to be open and public about the threats that we're facing from Beijing, to name and shame individuals that are involved with right. these kinds of interference operations, because in many cases, it does, the, the interference can't be prosecuted under a law. 
And so in those cases, the government should be open and clear about what's going on. So, for example, we've known from reports from Global News and other sources that 11 candidates were targeted Mm -hmm. in a recent election by Beijing. Yet the government refuses to reveal who those 11 candidates are. And, you know, people like me who are elected members of parliament are wondering, well, maybe I was one of the targets. But I, mm-hmm. if I don't know that I wasn't one of the targets, then I can't take action to ensure the integrity of our local campaign and other MPs can't do the same. So the government has been waffling on these issues. They've been less than transparent and they haven't been following the advice of their own experts. Yeah, no question about it. And and Sam Cooper's latest report is that there was a memo drafted, apparently requested by the prime minister's office back in 2017. And the question then becomes, uh, did the prime minister read this memo that was very clearly warning that there was going to be, you know, candidates and interference in, in the in in the elections? Uh, again, then it question, well, did he see it? Did he know? Um, and, and I don't know how we're going to know that, because who can we trust? Yeah. And, and the Winnipeg Lab is another good example. The government didn't follow its own security, security rules, the security rules around that lab in Winnipeg, which is the country's national microbiology lab. Uh, are very strict. It's a top, you need top secret clearance uh, to get it. You need secret clearance to get in. uh, And that is only provided to Canadian citizens and certainly not to the foreign nationals of another, of a a hostile country's military. Uh, But despite those rules, the government allowed a Beijing military scientist into the lab uh, mm-hmm. to, to do research. Uh, so they're not even following their own rules. They're not heeding their experts' advice. Um, and this has been going on for far too long. And I think last week's balloon incident should be a wake-up call to, to the government and to, and to Canadians that this government is, follow, is, is completely at, asleep at the switch on our national security. Yeah, sadly, I think a lot of people thought it was neat, but uh, not so much. We'll keep following it. I appreciate your time on this. Uh, have a great weekend. Thank you for having me. Thank you. That's uh, Michael Chong, MP for, uh, and he's also the um, foreign affairs critic for the Conservative Party. And he's right. Of course, they're probably going after someone like him because he's very vocal about his opposition to Chinese interference and their behavior. Uh, anyone who apparently speaks up becomes a target. So these are things we need to get answered because we're going to go into another election. How do you trust the process if it's being undermined? Not one election, not two elections, but going into another election?